Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are so excited to start this episode out by saying thank you so much for 100,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. (laughs) I'm so excited. And we want to do something special for you guys. So make sure you're following us on the Just a Little Shady podcast Instagram. And we will post the details of a giveaway that we want to do. We're just working out the details, figuring everything out, but we have some really good ideas. So stay tuned for that and keep an eye out. And also eventually when we get the plaque, thanks to you guys, we want to unbox it on camera and do that for you guys. So stay tuned for that as well. I don't know how that works. I don't know when that comes, but when it does, we will share it with you guys. So thank you again. And it's a perfect time to be thankful Because if you're seeing this, it's probably right after celebrating the holiday. And we have been talking a lot about the topic of Thanksgiving Mm. because I feel like a lot of people have traditions for Thanksgiving. They do. We lack a little in that department ourselves. Can't say we have many of those. We talked a little bit about that it took us 27 years to realize that the lion's are one of the only teams that play every year on Thanksgiving. Yeah, we should have realized that sooner, I think. <laughs> Probably. Um, so that's one tradition. However, there's a couple of traditions that do occur that we're not totally on board with. Mm. One of them being the turkey trotters. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Unpopular opinion. I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people who listen will agree with us on this one. I would like to hope so. I would hope so. I We we did try to go through the pros and cons. Yeah. As we know some trotters ourselves. But we really could not think of a single pro. Like, if you're a runner and you want to run, why that day? Yeah. Why, why on the holiday? Why do you want to get up early? Freezing cold. Not have a leisure start to your day. Yeah, it's something we can't grasp. And I think the general consensus for us is the only place we're trotting is to get more food. Yeah. And I would go as far to say, and this might be extreme, but I feel as if I am an anti-turkey trot. I, I don't think that's too extreme. No. I think that's a reasonable thing to say. I, I do as well. You know why we're lucky, though? Mm. Because our families and our significant others' families are not trotters. I I have thought about this, and I do feel very thankful that Brian's family does not trot because that is not something that you will ever catch me doing. If they mm-hmm. were, though, you would have to be out there. Mm. <laughs> I no, would... I'm pretty. I'm pretty thankful as well. Yes. Um. That couldn't be us. Mm -mm. But the other thing is that we don't totally love is the food. Okay. The traditional food. Yeah, it is. It's 2022 and I feel like we could do better. But I have an idea and I think it's a good one. It is really good. So instead of the traditional Thanksgiving food, everybody brings the food they're most thankful for. So your favorite food, you bring your favorite food to the Thanksgiving. There's pizza, there's tacos, there's French fries, there's any kind of potato, there's mac and cheese. Everybody just brings the food they're most thankful for. And we all win and everyone's happy. I think it's a brilliant idea. 
who wants to eat cranberries slimy out of a can? Not me. And I don't think anyone else, if you're being <laughs> honest with yourself, you want that. There might be the, some there might be some avid cranberry lovers out there that you I just mean, defend. <laughs> I would love to hear who loves the cranberries, because it couldn't be me. So we just can't. Any way you slice it, it's not going to be good. Unintended. <laughs> <laughs> it's just we can't get Still on board. Still going to be gross. Um. Okay. So that was a pretty good idea for Thanksgiving, and not to toot my own horn, but I think we should all do it. And I think that it will be a TikTok trend next year. I'm just calling it early. A, a whole year. A whole year. Um. Also, this week, things that we are not so thankful for was Taylor Swift. Announcing her tour and not opting out of dynamic pricing. So the tickets were wildly Mm. expensive. The Swifties are not thankful this year. So, yeah, that was unpopular opinion. But maybe she was foreshadowing this behavior. You don't say. It's her. Hi. She's the problem. It's her. I mean, she does love a good (laughs) Easter egg, but this is just out of control. I've never seen anything like this. It's a literal Easter egg this time (laughs) because (laughs) it is. uh, Yeah. So that was I didn't even realize that artists had the option when selling tickets to opt in or opt out. Neither did I. And now that I know that, though, it makes me feel a type of way about tickets. Yeah. But you know what? She's she's getting that money. Yeah, to each their own. Um, another unpopular opinion from this week. This is pretty random, but this happened to me and it affected me. I was out to eat, mm-hmm. and I'm eating a Caesar salad, enjoying my time. Yeah, and I almost put a piece of plastic in my mouth. Shut up! I thought it was a shaved piece of cheese because you know like parmesan and i was real excited too because like those are the best parts yeah and so i go to grab it and it's not going and i'm like what is this i pick it up and it's like a piece of plastic it looks like from a plastic bag that you know like they might have ripped out the lettuce and like poured in then dropped the piece of plastic but it got me thinking one Mm -hmm. i would rather have hair in my food than something like that i think i agree but two I was so scared to say something. Like, I didn't want to be a Karen. So I was like, even though it was obviously super justified, even in those situations, I'm the kind of person that I need to look at the menu of a restaurant before I even go so I know what I'm ordering right away so they're not waiting on me. But also, if something does go wrong, I'm so scared to say something. And I don't want to hurt their feelings. But... In this case, I obviously had to say it was literally plastic. And I'm like, damn, I don't know what would happen if I just would have ate that. Like, what, I would have choked on it? Would Probably. I would I would have swallowed it? And then what? I don't want to know, to it's be honest. It's hard to say. It is hard to say, but it got me thinking. I, I'm so scared to be a Karen that sometimes I don't want to say something even when I should. Yeah, I don't say shit about shit when I <laughs> things i mean i don't i'm so that's the motto baby that 
couldn't be me. Don't say shit about shit. <laughs> That's mind my own business. Um, actually, though, speaking of shit, Twitter has been a mess. Oh, my gosh. And it's one thing after another. And so I thought this was so hilarious, though. So it started off, which this was pretty funny. If you didn't see, Elon Musk decided that you could buy a verification without actually being ver- verified. Anybody could buy it. So people were buying the verification check marks and pretending to be other companies or people. So someone pretended to be Pepsi and tweeted Coke is better. And <laughs> and that's why we can't have nice things. Exactly. And so there was a bunch of scenarios like that. And so they took that away. That was a quick decision. Yeah. You know, mistake. And then now this week, I just saw this and I thought it was so funny because apparently a bunch of people were fired when he first took over. Yeah. Then he tells the people that are still that still have their jobs, you know what? You still have your job, but you're not working until X date. I forget what date it was. Mm-hmm. And so they think they're off work. He sends a company-wide email saying, everyone come to the second floor at 2 p.m. Everybody's like, we're not there because you told us we weren't working until whatever date. Right. He then sends another email saying, if you're not here, you need to get here. If you're out of state, you need to fly here and be here by 2 p.m. I mean, what goes on? What is this, a sorority? The indecisiveness of somebody who's running a billion-dollar company blows my mind. Like, I get it. We're indecisive. Mm -hmm. But we're making decisions like what we're going to wear, maybe... Maybe what we're going to eat. Maybe, you know, you know, these little things. I mean, sometimes I do have to make some actual decisions. But I mean, in comparison, the decisions I make aren't affecting a billion dollar company. And and many other people. I was going to say like thousands, but I am not sure how many people this affected. But I'm sure many. I think there's a lot of employees at Twitter. And to just say, drop everything, be here now. You what can't get it on. I don't know. I really don't know. I thought that was so funny, though, because I'm just picturing, like, us struggling to make such a small decision. Imagine having to make that decision and just not not knowing what's going on. Um. Anyways, um. also, this, not this week, it happened a couple weeks ago, but I wasn't sure if I was going to bring it up. I have some tea. So let's hear it. Do I know this tea? Yes. Yes. So, you know how I was talking about sharing relationships on social media or not? A lot of people choose not to mm-hmm. or they or they totally do. Or And I said, you know, I kind of fall in the middle. Like sometimes yeah. I share stuff, sometimes I don't. But I feel like on the podcast, more specifically, I share more than I do anywhere yeah. else. But I mean, on my Instagram, you could do a little scrolling and there's pictures of me and Evan. Yeah, he's there. Also, Sometimes. I think it would just take a quick Google search to to get the answer. But apparently I don't share it enough because I got asked to be on a reality TV dating show. And I think this is hilarious. I I thought it was a joke at first. I thought it was a spam email, but I opened it and it was so legit. And I can't say what the show was because confidentiality, but 
they asked me to be on the show and I'm thinking, what? Like, do they not, have they not seen and and, yeah. and I don't believe it because we've talked about how, not that anyone needs to know everything, but like producers are known specifically to be investigators. Yeah, they know everything Every about little detail the people they bring on. Because they need to, because they need to bring it out in the drama that goes on on the show. So I don't believe for one second that they didn't do some research before, you know, sending that. And then I was like, did they want me to go on knowing I had a boyfriend just to like have that be the drama of it all? I don't I know. Mean, it could be. Could be. But anyway, so I opened this email and I'm laughing out loud. And Evan was like, what are you laughing at? Tell me why. The first response when I tell him what this email was, well, would you have to kiss someone? I go, that's what you thought <laughs> first. Like for first sure instinct. I'm for sure I'm going, confirmed, and also that I'm you. gonna have to kiss mm-hmm. someone. And then his next thought was, let's both go on it and oh, end up together in the brilliant end. Brilliant idea. Groundbreaking even. Groundbreaking, yeah. Considering that in every single season of every single reality TV dating show, there's secretly some couple or person that already had a significant other that goes on. Yep. I'm like, do you want to be the villain to America? Like, I mean, maybe that's his, his master plan. No, this <laughs> poor guy. Like, what goes on? So, yeah, I was asked to be. Even if I was single, though. Yeah, I was going to say. Not a chance. Would you go? No. If I did, it would be literally this. The montage would be me walking in, unpacking my things, putting them away in the room, mm-hmm. and the next scene is me rolling back out. Seen enough. <laughs> I've seen enough. I've seen what I needed to see. It's a no. Thank you. It's a no from me. Um, would you? I mean, now no, but back in the day, I feel like I would have considered it. When, back when I was single, I feel like, honestly, I feel like I would be reality tv gold because i would just cry the whole time i'd be so emotional producers would love you yes somebody would politely say to you i don't think it's gonna work out it was really nice getting to know you and just next scene is you bawling your eyes out (laughs) like it could be the most gentle letdown and you'd be like i hate you (laughs) i'll burn this place to the ground no i've been known to be a little dramatic but i feel like that's you know great tv great tv we'll never see it but i guess they sent the email to the wrong person yeah no (laughs) what would brian's first question be would you have to kiss someone i don't know what his first question would be i'm sure he'd have a lot yeah he would oh gosh well so that's the that's the tea on that um but let's get into this week's shady stories Lots of good tea in here, but they're a little bit longer than usual. Really good, though. Super worth it. So let's get into shady story number one. When I was a junior in high school, I started dating a senior. After about seven months of dating, school was out and graduation parties were happening. I had a job that I worked 12-hour shifts Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so my boyfriend would go to the parties with friends. To age myself, this was back when AOL Instant Messenger was popular, and there was a thing called sub-profile that you could link to your profile and leave comments. One night, I was on my boyfriend's sub-profile and noticed a comment from someone about having a great time. 
I clicked on theirs and saw he left a comment saying how he loved their date and never felt that way before about a girl. I confronted him about it and he said it was old from before I knew him, but it continued to bother me. So I did some investigating and found out who this chick was. She was a best friend of my boyfriend's cousin. I found her email and set up a fake Yahoo account and emailed her saying her email account needed to be verified, so I needed her password. She replied back with her password and I logged into her email. In her email, she had numerous saved emails of chats that she had with my boyfriend that she sent to her friend, my boyfriend's cousin. It was details about how they went on a date and made out in his car and how much he liked her. I printed the emails and confronted my boyfriend. He again denied it and said she tried to kiss him and said if he didn't kiss back, she would make fake emails and show her boyfriend. A few weeks later, I noticed that she came online on Instant Messenger and I pretended to be my boyfriend asking why she did fake emails. She flipped out saying he was nuts and then the truth came out that he did cheat on me. 21 years later, that boyfriend is now my husband. We were able to work through it and now joke about it. She never knew I logged into her email and had her password. I kept the password to her email for years and would randomly log in. And scene, she continued to cheat on her own boyfriend and send nudes to random guys. I mean, this is the plot twist of the century. Married. Marriage. <laughs> After all of that, I mean, unpopular opinion, I really don't think she should have stuck with him. <laughs> I mean, 21 years later, something went right for them because that is a long time to be with somebody. Um, Good for them, I guess. I love that it shows how long ago this was because the AOL thing. Do you remember literally putting up away messages That's and having secret messages in the message that you'd have to highlight absolutely. to find? It'd be like, my best friend is whoever or like i have a crush on whoever well, yeah i feel like back in the day when the internet was new it was messy it I was so think fun about though. the things that used to exist on the internet myspace top eight top 10 whatever it was of your friends that would cause so many fights and so friendships many problems because if you don't know which i think everybody who listens probably does know but you know, the MySpace top eight where you could literally show everybody who saw your profile who your top friends were. And I remember fighting with like, well, why am I second? Or if you would get in yeah. a fight with somebody, you'd move, move them, them on like, your thing. Super <laughs> passive aggressively. Yeah. But that's crazy because with MySpace, that was you willingly putting somebody first, second, third. Then you got Snapchat. That was so many years later, but snapchat we need to bring that back i loved that i absolutely loved it or when instagram you could see what people were liking yeah the tea was hot i loved it bring it was, that back bring that back 2023 we need that i think you could still see those things but it would take a lot more work yeah you got to do a lot of no i just want to casually be able to see what's going on, on. yeah Me too yeah also the days where myspace and aol do you remember having to literally code like oh, computer yeah. code to get your page to work properly. Yeah. How how were we doing that at the ripe age of 12? Downloading the songs. You had to do all these crazy things. And then the generation after us, it was like smooth sailing. And yeah. here we were like coding we the had to computer work. To, to get it to work. Oh, those were the days though. 
But back to this story, I just, that shows how long ago this was in the fact that she convinced this girl to just <laughs> email her password. Hey, send me your password. Yeah, what did this email <laughs> look like? I'm confused. Oh gosh. I think this one is definitely, I would say a seven out of 10. Seven feels right. Um, Shady story number two. My husband and I have been in an open marriage for several years. A few years ago, we lived in a house that was across the street from a construction site for new apartments. There was a construction worker that I saw often when I was out in my yard. He made a point to smile and wave at me whenever we made eye contact. Sometimes I would make excuses to go outside just to watch him work, and I enjoyed getting attention from him. One day, he was leaving work when I was getting into my car to go somewhere, and he followed me to a parking lot. We parked several spaces away from each other, and then I got out of my car and walked over to his truck. It was pretty obvious that there was a mutual attraction, and I ended up getting in his truck and hooking up with him. We hooked up several times over the next few weeks in the back of his truck after I got off work. Eventually, I found out that this guy was also married and in an open and not in an open relationship and was cheating on his wife. I still hooked up with him a few times after I learned that. Of course, my husband knew that this was knew about this and it was okay with me seeing him, but didn't know that this guy was cheating on his wife with me. The other thing I didn't tell my husband was that I was not using condoms with this guy. Not something I would normally do, and using protection with other people is kind of an important rule in open relationships. Because I get tested for STIs often, I learned a little while later that I did get an STI from the construction guy, and I had to see a specialist for extra tests because of damaged cells in my cervix. I never told my husband about the STI, I just told him that they were concerned because of the damaged cells and wanted to make sure that it wasn't precancerous. It was HPV, and that's not something you can even test for in men, so I just assumed that my husband probably already got it for me, and me telling him wasn't going to make a difference. It was also really embarrassing, and I didn't want to admit that I didn't use condoms with someone. I'm HPV negative now, and two years later but I still haven't told my husband. I kind of just pretend that it never happened, but I feel guilty because my husband will never know that he most likely had HPV. I stopped seeing the construction guy when he started to get really clingy, saying that he loved me and wanted to move to another country with him. It was a really messy situation with him, and I decided I was never hooking up with random people ever again who weren't already a part of the open community. I have so much to say about this. I think the first big red flag when she's going to a parking lot being followed and it leads to a hookup. I <laughs> like what's your first reaction? You're getting followed in a parking lot. Your first reaction is getting in the back with them. No. They're getting maced. I'm sorry. <laughs> like the mace is coming out. I was so alarmed when I read that because to that exact point, I was driving here today and one car follows me two turns and I think I have to drive to the police <laughs> station. 
And for her to so walk over to his truck, no no words were exchanged was, at this what point. What was the communication here? Just Eye a little contact? whistle and wink across the thing and that was enough? This is like no. a, this is like a the plot of a cheesy movie. <laughs> like what is going What kind on? of movie? <laughs> An X-rated one. I don't know. It's terrible. Oh, oh my gosh. The I mean, it seems like it probably worked out in the end, but the poor wife of this guy who wasn't in the open relationship doesn't probably know that she could potentially have an STI. Yeah. The medical implications that could have of come this from this situation. Terrible. An absolute mess. She could have left the country with him, so I'm glad she didn't do that. Yeah, that was probably a good decision. Um I think maybe the first thing that needs to be asked when you're like, I feel like most people aren't in open relationships, Mm -hmm. but if you are and you're, you know, going out to other ones, I think that probably should be a good first question is like, are you in an open relationship? Yeah. I don't think they were asking each other too many questions. It sounds like the communication was all physical. Um, So yeah, I agree. I'm not too sure about that. This could have ended pretty badly. Um, Glad it didn't, though. And, you know, seems to us it would have stopped right at the beginning when this guy would have got maced. Yeah. (laughs) End of story. Or ran over with the car. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know. All things considered, I would give it a 9 out of 10. It's a pretty good story. I think, yeah, I definitely think this one's up there. I would say a 9 out of 10 as well. So, it was... Great stories this week, though. Yeah. Very good, detailed, you know, full circle, I would say, yeah, stories. Truly. Um, But again, thank you guys so much for 100K subscribers. We are so excited to do the giveaway. So make sure you stay tuned. Keep an eye out for that. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye.